Welcome Black Hollywood Life fans. On today's Fit Club, we talk healthy hair, healthy new year, and more with Emmy Award-winning stylist, Angela T. Styles. Stay tuned. You're tuned into Black Hollywood Live, the world's first digital broadcast network devoted entirely to urban entertainment and pop culture. Tune in right now. Welcome back, Fit Clubbers. Happy New Year. Wow, 2020, here we yes. are. Hey. I can't believe it. We're here. <laughs> we are back again. My name is Shaka Smith, your host, joined by my lovely co-host, Miss Candy Marie. Hey, guys. It's so good to be back. Yeah, you've seen Miss Candy Marie on every show you're and after Buzz well and You just might as well ask me to be your co-host, Shaka. Yeah, just come on. Can you do it? Can you do it? I mean, I might be able to work some things okay. out. We better work it out. <laughs> but we got to work it out with Miss Angela C. Styles, Emmy Award-winning stylist. Thank you for joining us again. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I love being here. You yeah. guys are always so sweet and so bomb. Oh, thank And I always you. learn something new. So it's like, <laughs> yes, I need to come. Well, I mean, now you're a mouthful because now you're Emmy Award winning style. Before you were here, you, you had gotta an Emmy the whole, You have to say yeah. the whole thing. Credit. Yeah. Not Emmy nominated, <laughs> Emmy Award winning. Emmy Award winning. winning. That's a lot of syllables. I, I want them all. And that just happened this year, right? <laughs> it did. It oh was such a, it's such an amazing honor. Every time I hear someone say it and like, are you talking about me? Yeah. Oh, my God, that's crazy. Congratulations. Thank I know you, you almost thought it what, kind of happened quickly because you got into the union, but you've been working at this for a while, though, right? I have. I think that was the universe's way of saying, like, 10 years, boom, there yeah. you go. There's your stripes. Because exactly. it really, um, this year will be my 10-year anniversary of living in L.A. Yeah. I've been a hairstylist for 14 years, licensed. So to get, to get it last year, it was kind of like, okay, like, yeah. This is for all the work that you've been putting in, yeah. you know, even though, yes, like you said, I just got in the union. But I'm, yeah. it's just uh, so amazing. Yeah, because some people get in the union quick. Some people take a while. But the Emmy doesn't always come. But you got the Emmy. Right, <laughs> right. They say God it takes 10 good. years to be an overnight success. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Amen. Uh, well, we got a lot to talk about and a lot to illuminate the viewers about. So Let's get um, it in. Yeah, so the first story is about marathon running could help you live longer. Um, it sort of seems counterintuitive in terms of why would I marathon run, but they actually looked into, these were first-time marathoners, 138 people, and they found that there was a four-year reduction in vascular age, um, lower um, arterial blood, sti- um, arterial stiffening of the aorta was lower, um, lower blood pressure, so they had all these great symptoms of younger cardiovascular health, and these were first-time marathoners. It had nothing to do with speed. The average speed was five and a half, five and a half hours for a woman and about four and a half hours for men. And this was in the Journal of the American College of Cardiology. Um, so I know, though, there's a lot of challenges to sometimes starting to work out. I know a lot of females will tell me their hair is a challenge as well. <laughs> um, a, what do you do for cardio? And then what do you do with your hair for cardio? Is that a challenge for you? It's good to know about the marathon running. I'm not a runner, <laughs> but um, I might do it to add, like, a couple more years to yeah, my life. Right, I might try right. it once. Because my question was going to be, like, do they have to continue to run marathons or can they just run one? Oh, and, and so, this was ages 21 to 69, too. So, and, and the, Oh, wow. And the people that were older had the biggest benefit. So any nice. age, any okay. age. Okay, well, yeah. I'm going to put that in my back pocket. But typically, <laughs> I don't run marathons or yeah. anything. Uh-uh. I don't really like to run. Yeah. I'm not it's, a cardio uh, person either, sis. Yeah, <laughs> I will do. Okay, so I do love to do jumping jacks. Yeah. And I like to either do jumping jacks um, with weights or mm-hmm. I'll do jumping jacks and I'll do high kicks. It's like a cheerleader workout, basically. Yeah. Um, and then I also like the rope. I like to do a jump rope. Yeah. That one, they say you get a full body workout yeah. by doing it. So I prefer to do things that have more of a blend of working out um or i'll do the stairs like stairmasters yeah 
Um, and that's fun because like I'll listen to like some ratchet music and I'll be on the stairmaster <laughs> and I'll be like dancing on the stairmaster and getting it and doing two steps and skipping it. So that that's those are my favorite three for cardio. Yeah. Can I just say I just discovered the the, the stairmaster? I can't even say it. I just girl, just I just booty. booty meaning, uh-huh. like meaning like I literally just started doing it yeah. and, and I'm starting to feel like it's starting you to sit a booty? little bit. Yeah. It's right? starting to sit. Like I've like I've been working out now consistently for probably about a good two months. Okay, okay. You know, yeah, consistently right. though. Okay, every so day. now you qualify like to be the host. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I'm here, well, I'm ready. Okay, now be honest. Now I do my hiking, I work out, but okay. consistently, like yeah. I've been working out like almost every single day. Yeah. Wow, feels, that's impressive. And yeah. honestly, it feels good. Like my day does not feel complete unless I work out. Like I'm probably gonna work out when I leave here. I yeah. need to Seriously. get there. I need to get there. That's amazing. And it's it's also like uh, it's a stress reliever too. It is. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a great way to release. But girl, that stairmaster though. It's everything. Well, what's the why bro- y'all ain't tell me? <laughs> like, I thought I thought th- I thought you knew y'all. I saw you. That's an LA thing. You saw me sitting like, like, okay, okay, Oh, you did. <laughs> you know, like that's what it just gives you that nice. But do you do you have hair issues though when you go to work out in terms of like you just got your hair done you're trying to figure out navigate that like how do you, how have you navigate that? So I literally just braided my hair yeah. up front because it was just kind of pulled back in a ponytail and I was like, well, I did hot Pilates the other day. I'm obsessed, first of all. <laughs> really? Wow. So bomb. Okay, we need to talk. Yeah. We're going to have to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, that of course. Point. But I did hot Pilates yesterday, yeah. and I love the instructor, and she has a class tomorrow. And I'm like, well, what am I going to do? Because I got to be cute. And, <laughs> you know, my hair is super, is natural, natural. It's not going to blend with this texture if I'm working out like I want to. So I was like, yeah. let me just put it in braids so I can keep it pushing. Yeah. But I think the main issue, yeah, like you said, for black women is that we don't do a lot of workouts where we have to sweat and all that because we... We don't want our hair looking crazy. Yeah. But it's so many options now. Like, you can wear wigs. You can get braids, and it's acceptable in most environments at this point. Yeah. You know, otherwise, you better go straight to HR. <laughs> um, you can also just wear your hair naturally curly. In some climates, it's not that cold. I mean, it's been up and down. Even yeah. in here, we've had snow, you know, recently. But if you can do a wet-and-go style, try to do that and just wear your hair naturally or twist it out. Um, it's a lot of options, though. So it's really no excuse to not get in a gym at least a couple times a week. Yeah. Now, I, I need some advice with you being a stylist and all. Yes. I literally just got my hair pressed right before I got here. I'm usually curly say, girl it looks a big yeah. front. Thank you. <laughs> Honestly, nice, I have not nice. straightened my hair in probably like eight months. Yeah. Oh, good so for you. it feels really good. So what do you suggest someone like me do? Because I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to work out and I don't want to sweat out my hair. Well, it's naturally going to sweat out. I mean, that's a good thing. That means your hair is healthy when it starts to revert and go mm-hmm. back to its curly state. The The best thing I would say is to either do like two or three braids um, or a couple of twists so that you can have some texture in your hair but it still be smooth. Okay. And so you would just braid it or twist it before you work out, keep it tied up, and then wait until after you've cooled down, dried, showered, everything um, or wait until the next day and then take it down and you'll have still a straighter look, but it'll have some texture to it. So it looks like you meant to do that. Okay. Um, and then every time you work out, it'll gradually get tighter and tighter, but you will have a really nice style throughout your workouts. Okay. Um, the other option is obviously ponytails. You can definitely do a good ponytail as long as you wear a scarf on your hair while you're working out and don't take it off until your, your scalp cools down. The style will stay set. Okay. So it's better to work out with some kind of, um, like, I don't want to say do-rag. Let's <laughs> <laughs> have a scarf. A scarf, a silk scarf. 
um, just tie your hair down so that it doesn't push up because if it's set in its flat state, it'll mm-hmm. stay that way when it dries again after okay. you stop sweating. But if you take it off while you're still hot, while you're still sweating, it's going to revert. Okay. Yep. So, so you, you can still work out even though you got the hair just done. Yeah. 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 So. You can still get your workout in. Um, I would also just say avoid, like, you know, super hot workouts, like hot yoga, hot Pilates, like I did. Yeah. Like, don't go in the sauna. <laughs> yeah. Don't go in a steam room those first days. But um, I usually just tell clients to, like, plan the, the way they work out around when they get their hair done. Mm-hmm. So if your hair is fresh, I would just go for a hike because you don't sweat that's nearly true. as much that's true. or I would say do arms you know or make it just just a leg day mm-hmm. where you're you're still exerting energy but you're not necessarily Enjoy. doing cardio and you're sweating from your head you know what I mean mm-hmm. and then once your hair gets older then you do those really like cardio intensive workouts and you know go sweat go burn mm-hmm. those calories in an in a more high intense way. Yeah, because nice, I, I can't nice. tell you how many women have told me they're, they're not going to work out because of their hair, and, and that's yeah. And you're always working out. I mean, you're always getting your hair done, so you're going to now go in your entire life not working out at certain points because of your hair, but increased risk for heart disease, increased risk for mm-hmm. stroke. You know, right? So it's like, come on, let's get that balance right, or at least figure out a way forward. Yeah, or even just wake up. Do like fifty squats. You're yeah. not going to start sweating. You're not going to ruin your hair by doing right. a couple of squats. Yeah. Do a couple of sit-ups. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, the excuses we tell ourselves because we don't want to do the work sometimes, like, too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think it's more of that than anything, but just those a little bit of squats, you know, sit-ups, you can do that at home and your hair will be fine. But yeah. I can't do the Stairmaster. <laughs> Maybe no. a minute or I mean, two. You can, do like, you can do like five minutes on like a level four, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, right. get the, the striations. And yeah. get the <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but we got to talk about the best and worst diets of 2020. Um, U.S. News and World Report for the 10th year in a row has released the rankings of the best and worst diets. I need to know. Yes. I, yes. I want to know specifically with one. Yeah, Let me what see. should you Let's be see. on? But the number one best diet is the Mediterranean diet for the third year in a row. Um, it goes what with, is the Mediterranean yeah, diet? Yeah, so sim- it focuses on simple plant-based meals. Um, it's really focused on having a healthy heart. People have longer life. Um, omega-3 rich fish and okay. healthy fats. So very little um, meat and mostly plant-based. I love Mediterranean food, so I'm going to have yeah. to go check that one out. So the Mediterranean yeah. diet, that, that's the way to go. And they said it was really based on a look of balance, maintainability, palatability, mm. um, whether it was family-friendly, sustainable, and um, also healthfulness. So it was really important for them to meet all those metrics. Make sure it's tasty, the family can eat it, and it's very balanced. The honorable mentions, we had the DASH diet, the flexitarian diet, Oprah's Weight Watchers, WW now, and the Mind, di- the mind diet, which is a mixture of the Mediterranean di- diet and the DASH diet. Mm. And the DASH diet, for people that don't know, really focuses on low sodium um, and reduced blood pressure. So very little, um, and limiting the saturated fat as well as the, the salt. Interesting. I've never heard of the dash or um, what was that? the um, third one, second or third Mind one? diet. The mind. Then, yeah. I haven't heard of either one of those. I'm going to look into those. Yeah, so those are sort of the honorable mentions. But, you know, they're all very balanced. Now, of course, your worst <laughs> diet, um, <laughs> the keto diet, is one of I the worst. It. I knew <laughs> it. Yeah, I read that, too. I was like, what? Well, was so right. why did they say it was the worst? Because it's not really sustainable. So, you know, I think a lot of people use the word keto loosely. Keto is when mm-hmm. you're limiting your carbohydrates to 20 grams of carbohydrates. 
carbs per day or less. So, you know, some people say, but oh, But you I'm need carbs for energy, right? And that's why it's not sustainable okay. because, you know, at a certain point, your brain will just start, start, start misfiring and not functioning as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the body needs those carbs for energy. I've had it, you know, where I went low carb for weeks for a competition and, you know, the brain was foggy all of a sudden. Uh, so that's why the keto diet's not well recommended. But it did come at towards the top for diets for fast weight loss. So you do lose mm. weight very quickly. So the keto diet is really suggested as a way to maybe kickstart something big or kickstart another type of diet, but not a sustainable, sustainable long term. Right. It's not a life um, choice. Yeah. Like you can't just do that for the rest of your years. Exactly. That and makes sense. The, thir- the actual number one and number two diets for quick weight loss were the HMR diet and the Octavia diet. Um, mm. And both of those companies are companies where you buy your meal from them and they just replace your meal. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I don't know how good that is, but in terms of fast weight loss, I get you there quicker. That's where it was ranked. Um, what's what's the craziest diet you've tried? Um, juicing, I would say. Juicing. And that's not really as much of a long-term diet either, yeah. but anytime you're just drinking juice for days at a time, you go crazy. <laughs> 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 but it, it's fine the first day. You're like, oh, I can do this. The second day, you're like... I just want a cheeseburger. The third day, you're like, feed me. <laughs> but if you do go through it, you really do feel better. I've only done, I think five days is the longest that I've done. Yeah. And on the five day, I still, at night, I ate greens, like just leafy greens, mm-hmm. raw. But your skin looks better. Your stomach is snatched. You know, it's it's good, but it's hard. Yeah, the, like healthy hair, hair growth. Because a lot of vegans, when they go vegan, especially if they go like raw vegan, they report a lot of hair growth. Did you get any of that during that period? Um, when I, no, I w- I don't know. My hair doesn't. It grows, but it doesn't grow substantially fast. Like yeah. I mean, I see I see a noticeable difference, but. Any diet that I've done, I haven't been like, oh wow, look at my hair now. But it takes about a month. It takes about a month for you to see hair growth, and then you have to gauge if it grew more in that month than no, it no. did a month before. <laughs> yeah, you have to be so really watching. Closely. I think, yeah, I think sometimes people just over dramatize stuff. But as far as eating healthy, when it does as it pertains to your hair, certain things will make it shinier. Mm-hmm. You know, it will help keep the circulation flowing when you do certain things, but. I don't necessarily know if one diet is going to make your hair grow, unless you're taking some kind of supplement or something to aid in the growth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is there some food that you eat for your hair, like to make sure it's um, healthy? Well, right time? now I'm taking these gummies. They're called yeah. Grow Girl gummies, yeah. and I'm not Grow endorsing yeah. the company or anything. But one of my clients told me about the brand, and then I reached out and they gave me some. So I've been kind of like ch- doing the challenge, yeah. and I'm not good with taking pills. And vitamins, I have a ton in my cabinet, and I just kind of take them when I remember. <laughs> but with gummies, they taste good. Yeah. They're sweet. It's like, oh, I want mm-hmm. some candy. Let me eat my gummies. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I've been pretty diligent about taking those. Um, and I also drink hair tea. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Well, hair yes. tea. That's the first I've heard of that. Yes. My business partner, her name is Malika Frazier. She yeah. has a tea and a hair growth oil. Um, and the tea is a. Ama- it tastes so good, but it's a blend of like sixteen different herbs. Um, so some of the herbs that I've seen across the board that are in a lot of hair growth vitamins are like um, milk thistle, mm-hmm. horsetail. Um, what else? 
I'm drawing a blank. But it's like a lot of really interesting like herbs in there. But it's also chamomile, mint, yeah. like things we're aware of. Yeah. But as far as growth, I do see a difference when I do those kind of things. Wow, I haven't heard of hair tea. Have yeah, you heard of hair tea? Not hair tea, <laughs> yeah. no. Yeah, but. there are a couple of brands on the market, but the best one is my partner's office. And so that's, but that's not Grow Girl. <laughs> no, it's uh, Grow Girl, and then there's Rejuva Grow. Rejuva Grow. Rejuva Grow okay. hair okay. tea. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> well, mm. you might want some of that tea after your wine. Um, we got the a new article came out in journal, not article, but study in the Journal of Gastroenterology that may shed some light of on whether or not red wine is good for us. So we know we've had the debate, you know, we've had good heart health, but people are saying it's not great because of the liver effects. Oh. But this article actually highlighted its effect on the gut health and that it found that red wine is actually good for the gut microbiome. Looked at the American Gut Project, the Flemish Gut, um, gut Project in Belgium, and uh, people out of the UK as well. And the UK, they looked at a twin study and they found that these twins, the one that drank more red wine, had better gut health than the one that didn't. Stop. Yeah, and this is even if you mix the alcohol. So the other alcohols didn't ha- weren't associated with good gut mi- uh, microbiome, but if you had that and some red wine, then you still had a better gut bri- microbiome than the other person. So even if you're mixing and matching, <laughs> you know, of course, the caveat it's an observational study, so you know you want to draw your conclusions, um, you know, kind of carefully. But um, but again, it's you know some good news that if you're going to reach for some alcohol, maybe you should reach for the red wine instead. <laughs> That's good to know. Yeah. Uh, for the holiday season, did you were you did you have to kind of watch what you drank or how you ate for your own health? Well, what's funny about this um, is that I took a microbiome test. Yeah. And it's kind of nasty. I don't know if you guys want, but I had to kind of I had to send in some, some, like my stools. Oh, oh you took the real like, okay. yes, and they like analyze it, and then they it's an app. It's called Viome. Yeah, and they send it all your results back and tell you what to eat, what not to eat, and what foods are superfoods wow. for you. Yeah, that's interesting. And I have it on my phone, yeah. so anytime I go out to eat or whatever, like for the holidays, I was like, well, let me check the app first. Let me see what what I can and can't eat, you know? And so it's funny, like certain things that I love, like tomatoes and potatoes, lentils, I can't eat. And you found, and you feel wow. a difference now. You, I actually do. I actually do. I, I I did the whole microbiome thing because I have acne yeah. prone skin. Um, not right now, thank God. Yeah, I but say. I know it's like <laughs> what's she talking about. But no, I I that's something I've dealt with my whole life, off and on. And yeah. so sometimes my skin will be flawless, and other times it'll be super broken out. Um, and so I really was trying to find a long term you know, solution. Yeah. And so I was like, well, I, I stumbled on this app and I was like, well, let me just spend this money. Why not? I've spent thousands of dollars yeah. in the past, so why not? Right. Um, and so I did it for that, but I also have indigestion a lot and just like, you know, when I eat things, I feel it. Yeah. I always feel it in my stomach and stuff. So I was like, well, let me, let me try. And so it takes about 90 days for you to really see a result. It's only been about a month for me, mm. but I can say cutting out the foods that I'm aware of that I should cut out, I noticed that I'm not so irritable after I eat. Yeah, wow. Mm. That's amazing. I mean, yeah. poor guy at the lab receiving their, <laughs> the right. kit to test. They asked for it, like, too. Okay, I here we go. Because I think the, the issue wow, with a lot of the issues with our body is what we're consuming, what we're putting exactly. in. I've had an issue with, with bad, bad skin and acne as well, and more than likely it's what you're putting inside your yes. body that's trying to find its way out. It so, can't, yeah, that's and smart. It's, you're 
stomach for some reason isn't breaking it down properly right. and so it's coming out of other places and so once I realized that it's like no matter what topical stuff I put on I have to get the, to my the insides yeah. together mm-hmm. but yeah if you guys are interested in like learning more about your microbiome I would say check out the app it's not for everybody I'm like know, over here taking yeah, mental notes I like know, you like, brought so many resources to the show today I'm I mean, like, okay, I be trying to figure it out you know right life is a journey I just be trying to figure it out and the nice part is when you when you win an Emmy people start telling you about stuff right because people weren't <laughs> have you gotten a lot of companies telling you about stuff and um, giving you different things I don't honestly winning an Emmy does not change a lot except yeah. for the fact that you have to say that I'm an Emmy award winning <laughs> hairstylist and it, I feel like people put more respect on your name yeah, but of course, yeah. just in general it doesn't change a lot it's like you still have to show and prove you still mm-hmm. have to you know because if the next girl that got 5 million followers true, and true, it's me yeah. it's like they gonna probably yeah. go with her yeah. you know so it's still popularity is still king yeah. but I think that just like having a, deg- a degree it's like yeah. you can always say I have that bachelor's or that master's in yeah. whatever whatever that's never gonna leave you whereas if you just yeah. saying you smart it's like okay <laughs> <laughs> right. so but yeah, yeah people people send me stuff here and there but I like to whatever it is I feel like I need I'm gonna go find it and research it so I was yeah. up late at night one day and that's how I found that company wow mm-hmm. and, and they, you know the gut the gut our microbiome it plays a role in our metabolism yep. our immunity yep it even plays a role in the way we our behavior so people, I mean, I, I remember one of the guys that came on here, uh, I think it was a vegan fat kid, Tim Moore. He said, you know, the stomach is a second brain because yes. the way we eat our food influences our hormones, our chemicals in our brain, and it changes the way we think. We literally think differently That's based on the way we point. eat. That's a good point, yeah. So, yeah. I say the same thing as it relates to hair. Yeah. I feel like people who are who are natural most of the time, they're more connected to the universe mm-hmm. because their scalp is uh, open to like the sun yeah. mm. and I think that people who always have their hair covered are less in tune mm. with what's going on energetically yeah. Yeah. and so it's not to say one is better than the other but it's kind of like no coincidence that people who are natural you know they're like juicing and they're vegan yeah. and they're meditating and they're, they're tune, you yeah. know that they're exactly. literally more in yeah. tune mm-hmm. so it, it is something to say about like how we're all connected yeah, there's know? a freedom and, to it as yeah. well exactly yeah exactly that's why i love being natural you know yeah, and even not even just they even say just going out to the sun and exposing your head to the sun exposing mm-hmm. your, your skin to the sun for x amount of minutes a day is just beneficial for you as well right so, right vitamin d yeah and, and and speaking of kind of that that whole thing we talk about these permanent hair dyes and this chemical straightening now as well um, and I think we've all known they're a little bit hazardous, but we now have a lot of these studies that, with the actual data to show it. In the International Journal of Cancer, so this is the real deal, um, they looked and they found that there was an elevated risk of breast cancer with chemical straighteners and permanent hair dyes. Mm. Now, for the chemical straightener, overall, 9% risk of breast cancer. For black women, 45% risk. Mm-hmm. So that was really bad. Uh, and for the uh, permanent hair dyes, it's I think it was an overall eighteen percent risk for the for the the hair dyes, so we know that for some reason they're thinking maybe there's more a different balance in the products for black women because maybe it's got to be stronger. They're not sure yeah. why there's this disparity. Um, but what have you done? I mean, did you know about this stuff growing up and now? And what do you do to kind of combat it? Growing up, I did not know these statistics, and I don't think anybody did um, because I think the product companies were making so much money off of us yeah. they just wanted to cash in. Yeah. I think now we're a lot more conscious and aware of, of the health risks involved with using chemicals. 
Um, but I did not know that breast cancer was linked to it. I yeah. do know that fibroids are linked to chemical straighteners. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not know hair color. <laughs> I mean, obviously, eyes, yeah. hair color is a chemical, but I don't think nobody's going to give that up. <laughs> the way these grays is coming in, I got to cover myself, well, it's not going down. But I do, I try to educate my clients on using chemical straighteners. I don't really advocate for them unless you have a very specific hairstyle which is a pixie cut and you really want to keep it straight Mm -hmm. that's the only time i encourage my clients to get their hair straightened by chemicals otherwise i just encourage them to go natural and figure out other style options you know that they can use because the health um the health aspect is super important you know it's it's consistent that you're going to be doing this throughout your life so you really want to make sure you're getting it right Mm -hmm. um and they found that if you use permanent hair dyes every eight weeks it went up to 60 percent so so at least if you're using it try to use it with some sort of you know sparingly yeah i think that's why the percentage is so much greater in the black community is because a lot of women who are doing chemical straighteners you know, that are not black, they're probably doing it once a year or once every two years. Mm-hmm. Or they're doing, if they're doing curly perms, they're not doing those every six weeks. Yeah. Whereas black women, if they're committed to a relaxer, they're getting it every six to eight weeks, yeah. you know, every two to three months, something like that. They're getting it so frequently that it's affecting them and it's seeping into their pores a lot faster. Yeah. And, and they even found for the keratin treatments, too, there was an increased risk, too. So I do keratins. I probably should stop. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's all about, I think it's all about being informed and knowing the risk and how to weigh the balance, how to balance those risks. Yeah. I, the keratins I do don't have formaldehyde in them. Oh, that's that that the was, thing with, yeah. Okay. With that keratin. was initially the problem with keratins that when is. they first came on the market. And some of them still do. Mm-hmm. But a lot of brands reformulate it, oh, so they're a okay. lot more gentle. So the one that I use, it doesn't have formaldehyde. Formaldehyde, but okay. it still has a strong smell, so I should look into that. Yeah, Thank you. Yeah, and so, so yeah, so formaldehyde is the issue with keratin, but they are saying that in a lot of these chemi- in a lot of these products, they're not really well regulated by the FDA. They don't have to be, mm. and the FDA has very little power to pull them once they're already out in the market. Mm. And some of these things is like five thousand chemicals, and we only know how a few of them are really working in our bodies. Right. I was going to say, uh, do we have any suggestions for uh, women if they want to replace these items? Mm. Not really. I mean, I think you should replace replace chemical products with like self love <laughs> I know it's, it's hard to say but it's like most people look beautiful with gray hair they just don't want to go there because they don't want to look old you know and most of the time you can wear your hair in a lot of different styles where you don't need to straighten it right. so that's why the natural hair movement is so strong and growing every day you know what mm-hmm. I mean so I don't I think sometimes we like grow a dependency on things that we really don't need. Right. And if your health is most important, I would advise to just look at the bigger picture of it all and then decide what you need to do for you. You know, and and I think that's such a great point. Self-love is just so important. And then also I think, you know, if you if you get a chance, play around with some wigs. To I <laughs> like I, I have this one wig named Sade. You know she's I'm short. You she's a vibe. I name all my wigs. You should. And it's fun. And it's like okay, if I don't always want to straighten my hair, I'll find a really cute straight wig or something with a nice body wave. Or exactly. Or even color. Cut. You yeah. try right, color with colors. wigs as well. Mm-hmm. Some people just don't like having their head covered. So I get that. If you just want to look like you. You want to color your hair. 
do it, but do it at your own risk, honestly, because right. it is a risk yeah. involved. Uh, what I love mm-hmm. is what you said about self-love, and sometimes you don't get that message till so later on in life, right. but you came out with a children's book called Hair to maybe give some of that love early on yes. so you don't have to work so hard for it later. Thank you. You're so good with the segues. I mean, you just sliding and gliding all that through. I love it. Um, yeah, but that's honestly that's why I wrote my children's book is because I deal with women so often that don't love the way they look. And I'm like, this came from a deeply rooted place. Like, this, you didn't just come mm. to this conclusion right. at 40. Like, you've probably been feeling like this your whole life. Where when I see women, in one minute they have all this confidence when they have their hair, and then the next minute. You know, we take it out, and then they're like, oh, girl, put this hair back, and I can't let nobody see me like this. And it's like, I don't want the next generation of young women to feel like they have to do that. I don't want the next generation of young women to have all these health concerns because they were more concerned with conforming and looking like the standard, you know, the beauty standard that is not, that doesn't look like us, you know? And so I created hair also because a lot of women suffer from traction alopecia, which is when you do styles that are too tight and your hair starts to come out and you go bald or you have bald spots from it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's something that generationally we've taught. We've taught a lot of improper practices around hair care. So I kind of put all of these different ideas in one book, um, things about texture, things about you know, not fitting in and looking like the kids at your school. You know, we're earning more now as black people, so mm-hmm. we're living in the suburbs. We're we're going to private school. We got the most billionaires and millionaires. So it's like a lot of times they might be one of uh, one of one. You know what I mean? Or one of three. And so they see Sarah and they see Beth and Megan and you know mm-hmm. these kids. They want to look like their friends. And so it's important that we're instilling education and also self-love into our next generation is saying no you're beautiful you're you know your hair is alive did you know that you know (laughs) and kids will be like (laughs) you know and then um explaining real life things in a very metaphorical fun way Mm -hmm. where the hair is coming to life and it's doing things and you know the same way we drink water the hair drinks natural oils and it's like mm. what the hair yeah. drinks right. you know? <laughs> and it's like the same the same it. way you know we have good days and bad days our hair has good days oh, and bad gosh. days yeah. <laughs> you know and so Sis. once you once you humanize hair mm-hmm. then you learn to kind of love it a little bit I more love, yeah. I love the way that you're phrasing this yeah. once you humanize hair I remember being I think in elementary school and having this big old fro, you know what I'm saying? And I saw the majority of the girls in my class that had perms. Yep. So I got my first perm when I was in sixth grade. And you probably wanted it so bad, didn't I you? I did. I wanted it so bad because all the other girls had straight hair. And I was like, why do I have to have this big old fro? <laughs> yeah. But if only I loved my fro, yeah, I wouldn't or, have gotten that perm. And honestly, years later, I regretted getting that yes. perm. And I remember I only did it because everybody else did it. Yeah, yeah and this even... For parents, because sometimes parents don't know how to articulate certain things. It's like, Mm -hmm. you look cute, girl. But it's like, well, but you don't wear your hair curly. (laughs) Right, right. You're saying, I'm cute, but you, I see you with this straightener every day. Uh And so I think it's also an awareness thing. So I really wrote it to teach adults and children at the same time. I love that. How to discuss our look and our image and celebrate it. And Mm -hmm. then also, it's like, if I told you right now... You could get two for one on anything. Huh? You would be like, exactly. Wait. <laughs> but for whatever reason, we've been brainwashed to think that one 
is best, mm-hmm. being straight, yeah. right? Right. But we actually have the better deal. <laughs> the versatility, yeah, yeah. I swear. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, Black you can do woman. both. Yeah. We can do it you, all. We yeah. can do so many things, and I don't think that that aspect is celebrated enough. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, my hair keeps, it keeps, cur-. yeah. Because you, it can. Because yeah. it wow. can. This is such and a great conversation. you can straighten it again. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and it's okay. You know and what I you mean? And then you can wear it curly and exactly. you can bounce back and, and forth. And you can braid it and the braids will stay in. They mm-hmm. won't fall out in an hour. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, we have so much versatility and strength, like literal strength with our hair that it it's important for me. I have such a passion to explain it in a way where people are like, Wow, I'm dope. You know, (laughs) if Mm -hmm. if kids can read my book and say the affirmations in my book and repeat them and remember them through their childhood, it's going to be a whole different generation, of a whole different mindset of Mm -hmm. what beauty is. If if these kids could find your book in their school library, you know, and they could pick it up and they can check it out, or maybe they can read it in the classrooms. I love it. I saw it all all over social media, so you're definitely kicking off that conversation right. (laughs) Thank you. Yes, it's available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Target. Yes, it's just called Hair, and that was strategic, too, because sometimes I think... One word, it, you know, you think of something specific, right? Yeah. And so I wanted, when you thought of hair, I wanted you to think of it being big. Yeah. You know, why not? Yeah. I love, I love it. it. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> well, before we, we have a little segment called Fit Club 5. I'm going to ask you five rapid fire questions. Okay. Mm-hmm. But before we get there, you had five tips that you always like to kind of give for hair. Um, and I wanted to kind of go over some of those. You had protective styling, bobby pins, um, moisture, shininess, and always look at the ingredients. And so, of those things, what do you think is the most important um, for men and women to be paying attention to? Um, wait, repeat the ones that you said you again. Pr- you had protective styling, uh-huh. um, bobby pins, like five things that you know your hair should you should always kind of have around you. Um, make sure you look at the ingredients of your products, moisture and shininess. Um, I want to say for people with textured hair, men and women, moisture is probably the most important. Okay. And the best form of moisture is actually in water. Okay. Go figure, right? Yeah. Um, And so when I say that, I say, I'm saying basically, like, don't be afraid to rinse your hair, shampoo your hair. I think a lot of times we hold out because we're like, oh, I mean, it's obviously a more tedious process, but we hold out sometimes when we really should just keep drenching our hair with water and with moisture. But then you also can add moisture in other ways. So, like, foam, setting foam, that has good moisture because it's just bubbles, you know, it's the closest thing to water. Um, oils are also a great form of moisture. Gels, they, they hold in moisture as well. Um, and so it's, it's, a, it's really important to just use all the products that can add moisture to the hair because our hair tends to get really dry. Nice. And then two more que- personal questions for me. I love argan oil. What's your favorite type of oil? That's one I, I like to use for my hair. And then I've been using CBD oil. Do you have any CBD for the hair? Um, I have talked to a lot of people in the CBD industry and they don't have anything substantial to tell me about better results from CBD. I think that CBD has a lot of great benefits, but I don't know if hair is at the top of that list. I just think because it's trendy right now, it's like, Mm -hmm. ooh, CBD for hair. Right. Yeah, Yeah, I was like, (laughs) but I don't, I just honestly don't think that it has done it and nobody has any facts to back up anything about it. (laughs) Um, but maybe there just needs to be more tests. Yeah, done. more research. Yeah. As far as what was your sec- what was your first yeah. question? Um, argan oil. Do you argan have a favorite oil, oil okay. you like to mm-hmm. use with hair? For you, I would not recommend argan oil because it's super <laughs> light. Yeah, yeah. So it doesn't do that much. Yeah. Um, jojoba oil. 
I would say it's better because it replicates the sebum that we produce. Oh, so okay. the hair and the skin accepts it the same way that we produce it as oh. far as um, just texture and absorption. Oh, okay. um, another, as far as oils, I usually pr- particularly like natural oil blends where mm. there are multiple oils. So it's like safflower and then mm. there might be like a little bit of jojoba, mm. argan, mm. you know, um, what are some other oils that are like emu oil, avocado oil, grapeseed oil? I like blends because okay. I feel like you're getting more, you know, more than a little bit. Yeah, you're getting more. Um, and I also like when my oil consistency like falls into my skin, but then you can still see it. If okay. that makes sense. Yeah, just like a little so bit. So you of, don't yeah. want it to just like disappear. Yeah. But then you also don't want it to sit on top like coconut oil. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. not a huge fan of coconut yeah. oil. I keep hearing that a lot. That's heavier. It's a little heavier. Yeah, it's, it's a little too heavy and it actually kind of suffocates the hair and then mm. doesn't allow real moisture to get in. Mm. So um, I, I think that maybe coconut oil just had a really good publicist like six years ago. <laughs> You know, well, like how, how cauliflower and Brussels yeah. sprouts are doing right now. Yeah. Right, right, right. But I don't, I don't think that coconut oil, coconut oil is great for cooking. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that it's that great for hair. I would even say olive oil over coconut oil. Yeah, I was gonna ask. That's gonna be my next one. How about olive and oil? And that's better for cooking too. Olive yeah. Oil. <laughs> yeah, olive oil is nice for hair. I mean, okay. it's more of something you might want to do as a pre-treatment because it is more on the greasier side, mm-hmm. but it's a good oil. Okay. Yeah. Well, we got our little Fit Club Five before we get Let's before we round it out. Yes, we're gonna get in your business just a little bit yeah. just now. Okay. Who was the last person you text? The last I gotta check. Let me. See. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's a busy woman. Right. <laughs> um, I think the last person that I text was my agent. Oh, that busy woman! Smart. I told you, busy, busy woman. Yeah. <laughs> makes sense. Makes sense. Okay, who was your dream dinner guest? Who would you bring to dinner? Alive or dead? Oh, alive or dead? Yeah. Yes. I would say Nipsey Hussle. Ooh, oh, good one. Nice. Yeah. That's a good yeah, one. Yeah, I mean, he. Re- I wasn't a. I didn't know his body of work when he was alive. I'm going to just be clear because a lot of people be jumping on the bandwagon. <laughs> I'm a bandwagon person yeah. when it comes to him. But I'm so inspired by um, what he was able to do with his life in mm-hmm. the time that he did it. And if I could have him at dinner and just pick his brain a little bit, I would do that. He seemed like he would just be cool as hell, too. Just right, dinner, right, right. He wouldn't be too picky. He'd just be chill, like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, the last meal you ate. The last meal that I ate was this morning. I had a breakfast burrito, so I'm starving. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to be like your mama right now. Why you ain't ate all day? I was running around. I was on set, and then I got my brows done, and then I had your a meeting. brows do look good. Thank you. Uh-huh. Look great. And I had a meeting downtown, and then, um, you know, just the traffic. That was at, like, 2. I was there for, like, 30, 40 minutes, maybe. Traffic. Mm-hmm. Had to get back to... This side of town, I had to braid my hair. <laughs> and by the time I finished that, I had to come here. It was no room for a meal. That's L.A. for you. That is L.A. We're back. All right. Uh, favorite junk food? Favorite junk food? Uh, I Actually, I hate to sound like this, but I really don't eat a lot of junk food. I would probably say maybe like popcorn. I like the caramel and the um, cheddar mix. Mm-hmm. They have one at Trader Joe's that's kind of like Garrett's. I don't know if oh, you yeah, guys heard that, of Garrett's. Oh, Garrett's that is everything. Tin. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it, they have a bag at Trader Joe's that's like that. And I'm hungry. I might go get some right now. <laughs> that's how you know you're from Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> that's so Chicago. Alright, uh, if you were on death row, oh. what would be your last meal? I know that's what yeah, you're like, oh. <laughs> 
What would be my last meal? What would be yeah. your last meal? Shaka came up with these, okay? <laughs> that one is heavy, but I would probably want, like, some lobster mac and cheese with a little bit of truffle oil. Um, I would probably want some prime rib. <laughs> I would probably do... What else do I love? You know, probably some, like, roasted broccolini with a little garlic um, on there. I hope the guys are listening. First date. Right? <laughs> you guys are getting the first date hack right here. Right. <laughs> um, what else? I would want a gang of stuff. I'm trying to think about everything I would want. Dude, probably, like, probably some lamb, too, because I love lamb. I feel like that's the holy meat. She's like, it's death row. It's serious. Like, I right, because I don't really even eat stuff meat like that. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to just forget about my microbiome and do some mashed potatoes, too. Do the full deal. Right. Um, what else? Probably some greens. I don't know, child. Yeah, I hope girl, I'm you are picking out. I know. I, last I, 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 yeah, I want like, like look, if it's gonna be my last meal, this whole table better be everything. And we asked her this when she just ate this morning. So right. Right. Like, oh man, well, we want to thank you so much for joining us. This is amazing. It's good to have you. Thank you so yes, much for absolutely. having me. I learned a lot. <laughs> we I hope learned you guys a learned whole bunch, to love yeah. some too. Like, mm-hmm. thank you guys. I would. I love to come here. Amazing. And and where can they find you, uh, Miss Candy Marie, online? You guys can find me on Instagram at Miss Candy Marie and on Twitter at Sweet. TV. And where can yeah. they find you? You can find me at Angela C. Styles on all platforms. Emmy Award winner Angela Emmy. C. Styles. Put Boom. Some respect <laughs> on her name. And you guys can find me at Shaka Strong on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. See you guys next week. Bye, guys. On behalf of our BHL staff, we would like to thank you for tuning in to Black Hollywood Live, the world's first digital broadcast network devoted entirely to urban entertainment and pop culture. Check out our Black Hollywood Live YouTube page for even more great programming and amazing content. And be sure to subscribe and like our channel when you do. I'm your BHL host, Nakia Monet, and you can find me on all social media at Kiki Boom Boom or at Black Hollywood Live. Black Hollywood Live. Hollywood redefined.